Welcome to um, South Sea Folk and the South Sea Folk podcast. Um, I'm John Sands. Also, um, you might know me as Lick the Lid. And, and today, the subject of our, um, our podcast with me and Lou is, um, is, is from 12 Yards. And we've got um, Mark on here um, to, to talk about that. But um, uh, how's things for you, Lou? How's, how's, how's it all going before we get on to the, the meat of the subject? Yeah, all good. Had a good week. Um, all been very positive. Um, some amazing positive stories happening around Portsmouth at the minute, really lifting people's spirits. Um, it was nice to see Fark has just done a lovely um, piece of art outside yeah. the food bank at St. Margaret's. I don't know if you saw that in the last I couple have, of days. I have seen that. At the moment, Mark yeah. is just painting anything that's sitting still because I live just around the corner <laughs> from him. Um, he's painted the uh, the uh, <laughs> the shutters of the local um, like a jeweler shop we got near here. Uh, I got him to paint the chimney pot that I had lying around. So he's um, he's a happy man. I think I think at the moment. So yeah, I've seen all that. It's all good. I didn't I didn't know that was your chimney pot because I I really liked it. So that's cool. Yeah, yeah, that's on my Instagram. I put a, um, a picture of that. It's actually the guardian of my pond at the moment. So hopefully, errands <laughs> from <laughs> from going down there. Well, I, I just I just wanted to say that sort of speaking to Mark, it, it really brought back um, some wonderful memories around um, Euro 96 for me. Um, how what an amazing football year that was for England and and the whole nation got behind yeah. um, that particular tournament. And, and it does really stand in lots of people's memories. So um, what's wonderful about um I mean, it's not wonderful in lots of ways because the Euros 20 are yeah. not going to be played, um, but they're going to air all of the games that England played um, in the Euro 96 in May. Mm. So, I mean, we can all come together and relive and relive that. And I think that's 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 quite a nice thing and yeah. uplifting for people that can't, you know, watch their favourite team play at the minute. No, no, that's fantastic, and a lot of a dose of of football. Um, and and I, I I'm almost bereft when I sit there on a on a Saturday, um, waiting for the you know either to go and see a Pompey game or or my other team is Arsenal, waiting to see what what they're doing. And I think this is would be now a fantastic time to to bring in Mark and um, say hi, Mark. How, how how are you keeping in the in these times that we're going through? Hi guys. Yeah, I think um, it is it is a strange time for everyone uh, for many different kind of reasons but obviously for sporting world football you know um is in our hearts and many people and you know as part of communities and cultures yeah. across the world and it's it is it's kind of a, it's a strange time isn't it because like i said you kind of it's that old school kind of thing isn't it where you you know you work during the week and then you get to the weekend that's when you get really excited about the football traditionally you know kind of saturday saturday afternoons and stuff and it's 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 a really bizarre time to not mm. have that and it's yeah. obviously it's the first time I've ever experienced anything like it without any football. I mean, we used to moan when there was no football over the summer. Yes, yes. When exactly. you know, when, <laughs> when there was no like World Cup or Euros on. And yeah. Now this is kind of going on mid-season, and you know, or the kind of you know last third of the season. And uh, yeah, it's a really bizarre time for for everybody. Um, but obviously, the, the kind of good thing about that is that now people are sharing kind of 
you know, their favourite footballing moments. Yeah. Um, I think it took a little yeah. while for, you know, to kind of get over it. And you know, at the beginning, people were kind of still like, oh, I'm really missing it, really missing it. What am I going to do? And else there's lots of jokes and everything kind of flying around. But, um, yeah, I think after that, people then started to kind of be recreated with it and, you know, share their favourite goals or some of their favourite players, you know, um, sharing classic matches via YouTube channels. And you've even got some wonderful people out there who can edit film in, you know, great ways and, and you know, putting After Effects to, you know, videos and stuff like that with, you know, kind of different styles effects behind the ball and God knows what else yeah. and all that kind of stuff. And, it, yeah, that's been quite quite brilliant to see. And I suppose for, for us personally, the kind of... Um, you know your favourite sporting moments and reliving all of those is exactly kind of what we do um, as a company, yeah, I suppose, as, that, as a kind of creative point, duo. That point, Mark. So, what, for those people who maybe haven't heard of what of what you do, um, just give them a give them uh, give them a background as to you know what makes you and 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 Andrew to um, to, to get involved in you know from Twelve Yards. What was what was the thinking behind that? Um, yeah, well, um, like I said, well, we're a kind of creative duo in South Sea. Uh, we create fan-based art for passionate football fans um anything from you know the kind of the kits that you love the goals and the moments that you've kind of celebrated and cherished and you know those big match days that we all remember you know anything from an fa cup final to a world cup final it could just be the first game that you, you've ever kind of seen we can recreate those moments whether it be your favorite football kit or the football kit of the first game that you saw yeah. or like i said you know we do um goal art so you know your kind of favorite goal we recreate in an abstract kind of art kind of mm. thing uh, and something that you can kind of you know proudly hang up in your home um the good thing about it is that we do various different sizes as well so yeah. kind of smaller a5 to kind of 20 centimeter square prints up to kind of a3 so it's you know it's not necessarily something that has to be huge in your home if you just want to kind of quite yeah. tuck it in the corner there and you know not have any arguments with your husband or wife then, <laughs> then you can kind yeah. of do that as well yeah. and there's that kind of middle ground can um, i just can i just say something um mark i was talking to my son yesterday who's mm. planning on moving into his first house with his girlfriend and that was exactly the point i was saying to him is that you know in years gone by people have been football fans and sort of collected things but you know at real arguments with their partners but your your work can quite happily sit on a wall in such a wonderful design way um and it doesn't impose on on any interiors and and that's so lovely about it yeah i think that's something that we really kind of tried carefully to kind of you know kind of perfect over the over the last couple of years i suppose um like i said you know we started out couple of years ago just just messing around quite lightly and now it's becoming a bit more of a monster and um yeah the, the idea was obviously lots of people are fond of football and collect a lot of memorabilia whether it be classic shirts classic match day programs anything from pins badges all that kind of stuff yeah. but a lot of it just ends up in the loft or just in storage somewhere getting dusty or just kind of forgotten about and it's kind of a shame really so we, we thought there was kind of a market for to do something to kind of celebrate these moments and that kind of collectible status of everything that football kind of can offer and bring it alive I suppose in a print that again you can have in your home or in your workplace that isn't going to be jarring or mm. you know some yeah. stuff we do is a little bit obvious football related um, and then other stuff is a little bit more kind of abstract and pared back and can sit as a kind of you know piece of art on your walls that will sit alongside any other kind of piece of art that you have and it won't cause an argument. And I think that was the kind of thing. So we've, we've got stuff where people have their kind of, you know, little office kind of studios within the home yeah. and they can put up yeah. anything they like. And obviously then people, 
kind of want the recreated shirts and things at their favorite moments and stuff like that and then we've got the other stuff where people are sharing you know living spaces together but they want something to do with their football team that necessarily you wouldn't Mm. associate on first glimpse of it it just looks like an interesting piece of art and then it opens up the conversation and then you don't get your other half kind of or you know friends if you're living with friends whatever it's kind of being like oh there's that you know there's that again or whatever it's it's something that's quite nice to look at in a completely subjective view and then it has like you know if you get people over then it becomes a talking point yeah do do you do you have a uh, do you have a point where you can say well this is when I I either I develop my passion or or obsession for for the game or is there a time was there an emotion that you can connect to that you that that you haven't that that could be put down in an art piece yourself Oh, sorry. Um, I, I think I, I broke up a little bit there. I think I was just moving around the house. So, can you say that again? Sorry. Yeah. Sure. Sure. So, is there is there a time or a moment where you can say this is when I started really getting into football and, and where you know the seed of this passion that you started? Uh, yeah, definitely. For for me, it was you know being a kind of a a nineties kid, I suppose, or yeah. you know born in the eighties, but being a nineties kid in in terms of my memories of football and and everything to do with life, I suppose, really kind of are a bit clearer in the 90s and and for me um you know italian football in the 90s was the best thing that that had ever happened um and when they brought when channel 4 managed to get the rights to show some italian football games um that was just an absolutely wonderful time of year i think um we all celebrated it and we all watched it and you know me and um my business partner andy both that's how we kind of um connected i suppose with um the fact that we kind of naturally clicked from day one um kind of mainly over our kind of unhealthy obsession with um, italian football in the 90s and mainly that was down to a show called um football italia um on channel four with james richardson um you know used to sit there drinking his coffee or absurd kind of ice cream or or sunday whatever it was on the on the corner of a on a corner of a street in you know in italy somewhere in a cafe um it was absolutely just brilliant and gather yeah. every now and again popping on and um yeah for me you know it was that that was the kind of the, the period of time for me where football was just absolutely fantastic it was so more, um, more italian in, more italian football than, than more than italian football UK, than yeah. than kind of i mean the uk football was obviously brilliant but at the time it was the caliber of players and the kind yeah. of just the, this kind of absolute beauty behind Italian football at the time it was it was very much unlike yeah. anywhere in the world it's kind of how everyone sees the Premier League now as the place to play football back then it was Italy everything about it you know the culture to the football to the fans just absolutely mm-hmm. out- outstanding and you had you know the caliber of players like Battistuta, Maldini, Costa yeah. Curta, yeah. Del Piero yeah. just absolute legends and you know even you know you had David Platt going out there um, mm. you know changing from a few different sides Gaza you know playing out there as well and it's just, you know, it was just, a, it was just a perfect time, I think, for for football. And I was just obsessed with it when I was when I was a young kid growing up, kind of trying to recreate those kind of Del Piero. You had the sticker books, then, did you? We, yeah, I think we had sticker books <laughs> left, right, and centre. I got an older brother as well, so he had sticker books. I had sticker books. Nice. It was, you know, we'd fight, fight over the shinies and that. Yes. But it was, um, yeah. yeah, no, it was just, it was absolutely, uh, it was absolutely brilliant. Um, and also the kits, I think, back back then in the nineties were just kind of phenomenal and it and it and it kind of you can tell that now how kind of at the time in the 90s you had some questionable kits yeah the and um and you know Blackburn, arsenals and blackburn and yeah people like that. but then you look at them now you know back in the day these these players were kind of a bit like oh i don't know about wearing this we're gonna have the mickey taken out of us but then you look at it now and these kits are going for 250 quid it's good and yeah. they're collectible and 
Yeah. You know, Adidas have just recently redone the Bruise Banana Arsenal kind of kit um, for, yeah. for, uh, yeah, for this season and, you know, all that kind of I've stuff. It's, you know, I've got one of those tops. <laughs> have you? Yes, <laughs> I do. <laughs> it's, uh, it's absolutely an, an amazing kit, but it was funny back in the day, I suppose everyone looked at it and was like a bit of an eyesore. And then oh, yeah. Yeah, you give it, give it a yeah. few years and, and everyone raves about it. And to be fair, it, it's one of the most iconic kind of kits out there along with, you know, a few others and, and stuff. Yeah. And it's, it's, yeah, it's, 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 I think that's for me is the kits really kind of drew me in as a youngster. And um, I was speaking to Lou yesterday about it. And I used to redraw kits from the Premier League and from Serie A as well. Um, as a as a young young kid and just constantly redrawing kits of just my favourite teams and you know even mm. uh, crests and stuff like Sheffield Wednesday had some amazing players um, and that Owl crest was just absolutely phenomenal so it's you know I was yeah. constantly redrawing kits and you know designing my own and stuff at the same time as as you would as a kid kind of you know so so are you creating your fancy the- football. Are you, are you finding that during this lockdown time when people can't get out, they can't play football, they're watching all this retro stuff that's going on. How is that as a, as you, as a company, how has that affected, affected you, uh, your business? Is it, are you getting an upsurge because of that? Yeah, or? I think so because we're really tapped into that kind of, you know, nostalgia and, you know, those favorite moments. Mm. Um, I think people are kind of, you know, we've had that moment of, it being very bizarre to start with and everyone's kind of like, Oh, what's going on? And then now people are more and more settled into it. I think, you know, people have then started to kind of get on with their lives and, and find enjoyment in other ways. And, and, you know, again, because of the surge of looking online for classic yeah. games and, you know, you, you even look at some of the TV channels like Sky have been re showing Premier League games of old and, yeah. um, BT have been showing, you know, the the triumphs in the Champions League for teams like Chelsea and Liverpool and yeah. stuff like that. So you know, I think, you know, people are starting to remember again why they fell in love with football in the first place and, you know, what their favourite moments are. And because we do offer a bespoke service where, based on our kind of illustrative style, whether it was something a bit more abstract or kit abstract or the kits themselves, mm. the goals, etc., people are then thinking, oh, I wouldn't mind one of these. And, you know, I'm really missing football. I'd love, I'd love that. FA Cup final poster on the wall or or whatever and I think for us you know it's 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 going all right for us at the moment to be fair it's strange being um just obviously just being in your home all the time but I think yeah um yeah it's definitely keeping us busy that's for sure I just wanted to ask you Mark what we were touching on yesterday and what Mm. in the blog post which was about the fact that you said you know how expensive it was for um you know kits from you know back in the day and how you're making that accessible now because you're you're offering those prints if someone's got a favorite kit that they absolutely loved um you know from a certain period in time you can recreate that for them can't you uh yeah that's exactly it i mean favorite kits you know everyone has a talking point on their favorite kits and be able to go through exactly which kits they loved which kits they hated and it divides opinion and it's so personal um and yeah you know myself i spent some time over the last few years looking at classic kits that i loved and especially some kind of old ac milan and fiorentina shirts um definitely would love to kind of add to my collection and for me one of my favorite shirts i looked online um on the different um shirt websites ebay etc as well and you know for an authentic kit with you know a player's name a number on the back you know oh, you, you can be looking anything between 250 to 550 yeah, pounds easy. And, it, and that's depending just, on the player yeah, yeah that depends on the player depends on the kit depends on the yeah. year and it's it's an expensive hobby to get into if that's if that's what you like but yeah. um it's 
so and then also the difficulty of what's out there is you know you can go on on sites like um ebay etc and it's very hard now to kind of differentiate between what's a real kit and what's a fake kit and what's a replica because they're getting so good at it now the the there's telltale signs but some fakes are, are literally they're so good it's so difficult to spot and what you don't want to be doing is thinking you're getting a bargain at spending 40 50 quid on a kit from you know the 90s or the 80s or whenever and then you get it only to kind of do a further investigation and find out actually that it's fake really? and you can't get your money back. And it's that kind of thing. And it's and also to frame a shirt, it's, it's you know, a lot of people have them collect them and put them away because, you know, what, what do you do with them? And you, you don't hang a shirt up. It, it takes up yeah. quite a lot of space. So we're kind of offering this kind of service where, you know, we you tell us your favorite kits from the favorite years. And, you know, we really kind of look into those kits and get really close in and, and kind of we do like a simple simplified kind of illustration of it but we kind of put as much detail as possibly can for it to print well and then for us it's you know the bespoke kit kind of prints usually are around this kind of 20 centimeter square we put three up and it could be anything from your favorite kit year of birth etc and, and they're proven really popular they're great as gifts great yeah. for yourself um how would yeah, people no, get they're, hold they're, of one of those then where would they go to uh, to, to order that um, the, the best way to do it is we're quite um vocal on social media so yep. usually getting in touch with us via social media is probably one of the best ways or emailing us um we, we've got a a, a, sh- a little kind of shop at the moment where we're looking to kind of expand and, and do a little bit more on mm. and it lists a few items on there but if you ever want anything bespoke or anything you've seen on you know the instagram uh, instagram and, and twitter accounts of ours then um you can always just literally send us a message and there's an email and you know just start the conversation from there yeah, and what's what's your Instagram account again? Just so people. So the Instagram account is just literally at from twelve yards, and okay. the same with um, Twitter is at from twelve yards with an underscore, because um, okay. unfortunately someone else had already had the other one, even though they hadn't <laughs> done a post and we couldn't get the name. So, oh really? Um, <laughs> yeah, so that was a bit annoying. But um, yes, yeah. yeah, so that's where Instagram's our main kind of handle. It's where we do a lot of our kind of communications and, and posts regularly. We find that that as a visual platform just feels kind of right for us, and yeah, we do a lot of communication via Instagram. Yeah, and, and running alongside this chat that we're having now, there's also the uh, the blog that you put out there, Lou, that was just published uh, this morning. I saw it, I saw it on Facebook and, and on the website as well. So it's really um, great to get that coverage for you. Yeah, and and it really does. Um, in the blog post, it's got links to sort of all classic games that UEFA are playing at the moment. Um, it's got links to the Euro '96 games of how you can find out during May when those games mm. are going to be played. That's going to be on ITV Hub. Mm. Uh, so one question I wanted to ask you, Mark, was: um, Will you be watching the Euro '96 games? Oh, oh, and... oh, oh, yeah, I definitely will be. I'll be, <laughs> I'll be, um, I'll be watching those for definite. I think there might be a moment though when, when the ball gets crossed into Gaza, that I might just do a fade oh. black. <laughs> yes. I might just fade black and then just walk yeah. out the room and just leave it there and kind of fill, <laughs> fill the rest in and what what could have been. Um, <laughs> oh. So oh, cringing at it now. <laughs> that's still one moment that's been mm. stuck in my head for, for forever that I just can't can't yeah. kind of let go of. But um, I'm still so grateful for those for those memories and oh. and um, for me it was it, yeah it's quite funny. I was asked you know what my favourite kind of sporting memory was and and it was that Gaza goal against Scotland oh. Um, oh, where the yeah. ball lofted over top over Hendry and and for me that's that's literally my favourite footballing moment of, of, of all time. 
and that wow. goal for England. And I lived next door to a, to a Scotsman, actually, who um, wasn't a particularly nice fellow. So um, oh, when we scored that goal, I know he was watching it next door. <laughs> and I ran around my mum's garden shouting and screaming and celebrating. <laughs> and all I could hear was things breaking next door. And um, <laughs> so I kind of over-celebrated that moment. But um, for me, it was just, yeah, that's one of my favourite all-time goals, favourite moment. And I, I, yeah, The pick one, being an Arsenal fan, was the Michael Thomas goal against... Um, against Liverpool uh, and uh, yeah. we beat Anfield by, by two clear goals and that had never happened and that, that, that sends shivers down my spine when I watch that it's just even though even though you know he's going to score it's happened you're still going oh go 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 to <laughs> 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 change that's great what I was going to ask you Mark as well was in the year of 96 who was your favourite England player oh did you have one Favorite England players is yeah, it's it's that's quite a tough one to be fair because obviously Shearer was absolutely incredible that yeah. that tournament um, finished top scorer I think it was um, with uh, five five goals I think um, he was absolutely amazing um, I've always been a big Gaza fan um, I'm not a Tottenham fan at all um, or anything no. like that but um, for me it's there's something about Gaza that he just it's kind of it he plays football like he's still doing it at school he's you know he's kind yeah. of a jokester plays pranks. Um, how he kind of just goes about the game and stuff like that, removing kind of some of the other kind of questionable things that kind of happened, you know, uh, throughout his kind of career. Well, I but really I think, but yeah, it just seems, I think he's just a player that fans just absolutely adore. And, you know, he's cheeky, he's funny. Yeah. Um, he's just this kind of gifted football player that England have never really had someone that could kind of do that. You know, we've got, there were players like Waddle, obviously, you know, incredible and stuff like that. Joe Cole kind of, flirting with the idea of it a little bit and, and not so much but Gaza just has this kind of kind of status about him this aura about him that's just hard not to kind of enjoy um watching yeah. um, do you find else. mark do you find you have to keep your own allegiances quiet because people might say well i'm not buying anything from there because <laughs> uh, liverpool arsenal blackburn yeah, whatever for us we, we haven't said too many times you know the mm. teams that we do kind of support but at the same time, I think it is out there in some of the, the interviews that we've had prior, okay. to be fair, and, and, and stuff like that. So we, we try and, you know... I'm not we... going to ask you, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> no, we, we keep level-headed and stuff like that. And if, if there's a, t- a team that we don't particularly like, um, you know, that I might particularly like, then maybe Andy does that one. Um, and vice versa. <laughs> but, uh... <laughs> but no, we, we don't hold grudges in that, in that sense. And we just look at it in a very professional kind of, of in course, a professional of kind of way. And, you know, if people want to ask, yeah, we'll think about answering but generally yeah we kind of keep it to ourselves just just to be sure no Southampton fans though so don't worry about that no 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 oh, I, I think oh, it's safe okay. bet is that you're actually okay by saying that so that's good so what's coming up then what else have you got um in the pipeline what's you know what, have you got any projects any any ways of diversifying what what's what's your plans uh, well we've just literally just finished a few kind of bits and pieces so we've just released the Portsmouth FA Cup win poster that we've just done um, that we've released, I think, you know, um, that's out there now and, and people yeah. are starting to kind of purchase that and that's going to start um, shipping next week um, as they've been printed. Um, and also at the same time, we've just done um, a NHS thank you kind of card, which was, um, we designed a, um, well, a little while ago we did, at the very beginning, we did a little post um, to saying, you know, thank you to the NHS and, and key workers, etc. cetera. Um, and we did like a little mini kind of kit and people were quite, um, 
I'm excited by that and asking, oh, are you going to yeah. release this? Are you going to, you know, do it as a kit? Are you can do it as a, as, a, as a print? And we thought, oh, okay. And we left it a little while. And then we recently just um, created kind of a concept kit, Home and Away, and we released them as postcards that, so people can, can, you know, yeah. just pop in their windows. And it, it's, it's quite a nice little kind of kit with a few little details on there with like some rainbow trim on the cuffs, a little rainbow heart and the inside neck collar. Um, so you know, stay, stay safe, stay home and stuff. Oh, uh, 24 for 24 hours a day. Ah, nice one. Yes. So, um, yeah, so we, so we kind of got a little nod in there for a little, mm. little number in there as well. And thank you. So something that people can just put, um, you know, in their, in their windows. And again, it's, yeah. an, it's an A5 size. So it's, you know, it's kind of accessible enough to, to post out that we can just put a little stamp on and send it out. And there's murmurs, you know, murmurs, sorry, there's murmurs, little kind of, um, <laughs> there's, there's little kind of conversations here and there, a possibility of creating it into a kit, but we'd have to look at doing something, um, doing some edits and stuff like that. And there's, so if, if there's enough noise for people to want it and maybe, you know, to kind of own it as a limited yeah. one, kind of as a kit. And the idea was to kind of partner up with a, a kit manufacturer. We, we've been in touch with a couple and um, yeah, so the possibility of raising some money for an NHS charity. Um, so that might be in the pipeline if we can get it to, yeah, I, I think would, it's, it we've had a few people if, saying they yeah. would, and it's kind of, if we can get it right and do it right, um, yeah. because it's all about we wanted the kit to be quite simplistic but what we wanted on top of that was to have these kind of nice details within the kit so yeah. like the rainbow kind of trim mm, and, and the little hearts it's all about that kind of stuff without kind of over-egging it we didn't want to do too we didn't want to go too crazy with the design as such and um, no. so that's a possibility that we we're, we're looking into how how we can do that and if and if it's right um i think we'll 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 try and put it out there for pre-order and you know yeah, and you may, have to I get think. the numbers to get the the cost down as well don't you i'm presuming well that's exactly it. i think yeah. if we get enough people that want to do it rather than you know just a handful then then yeah, yeah. we'll go ahead and do it and but um yeah it's got to be right in, in every sense in terms you of you get pompey wearing finished. that for their first home game yeah just walking on just walking on it would be great yeah yeah, um, just, yeah maybe even just warming up on it yeah yeah yeah, yeah. It. yeah. yeah no, that'd, be that'd be cool that's a good yeah. idea yeah. it is yeah no fantastic get oh. in touch with pompey club and say look do it <laughs> can't, <laughs> can't say no <laughs> and maybe great. yeah no no it would it would it would well it's, fa it's fantastic and mark Thank you so much for um, getting in touch. It's a shame we couldn't have Andy on there as well. That's um, well, maybe maybe that's for a uh, for another time. Um, yeah, for another time, you can hear the, the the side of you yeah. know from twelve yards from from Andy's point of view, and and yeah. you know kind of maybe get him to answer some of those the, the similar similar kind of questions of favorite sporting moments and stuff as well, because that would be that would yeah. be an interesting one, I think. But no, thank you very much for for oh, having pleasure. me on. It's been been pleasure. a pleasure, and thank you very much for your coverage. It's been so again, really your Instagram appreciated. is at from 12, 12 yards um yep. you're on twitter as well uh and you have a facebook page did you mention that at all uh we do have a facebook page we don't yeah. really use it too much to be fair we're not that big on on facebook i'm not really that much of a facebook user if i'm completely honest so we do have it but um i would say instagram and and twitter are the, are the way forwards to yeah. be fair yeah. Brilliant. Thank you, Mark. Well, don't forget to look out for the for the blog post. It's out today. It's out on the website, and it's got all things you know about um, from twelve yards uh, from uh, you know all about the work and everything. So please look out for that. Excellent. Yeah, definitely. Thank you. Well, stay safe, everyone. You stay safe, yeah. and we'll um, you stay we'll safe too. And uh, to get into this uh, virtual podcast that we do, that would be brilliant. And thank you again, yeah. so much, Mark. Thank you very much. Take See care. Cheers. Bye. Take care. Bye. Bye.